Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. If you have a desire to live a life that is more than what you are currently experiencing, if you feel stuck, are experiencing health concerns, or are curious about ways to improve your life, this show will give you new perspectives and steps to change your life. Today we will be talking about self-esteem and self-worth. Both affect every aspect of our lives, from the way we think about ourselves and others, and to the decisions and choices that we make daily. Once we examine both of these closer to determine where our own self-esteem and self-worth fall, our life will never look quite the same. You know, it tends to fall into that category of once you see something, you can't unsee it. (laughs) So once you know something about your self-worth and self-esteem, you can't unknow it. (laughs) And we hope that, you know, from this point forward now, you have, will have some tools that you can use and maybe a different perspective of your own self-worth. You know, self-esteem and self-worth are similar to happiness and joy in that one of each of them is an inside job. Although both instances, they may seem to be the same, they're not. For instance, we've talked about happiness before. It's a feeling that's dependent upon what's going on outside of us. Our own personal happiness is affected by our external world and what's happening in it. However, joy is an inside job. And it's sort of like this deep well that rushes and gushes from deep inside of our soul. And because of this, we can really still hold on to our joy no matter what's going on around us. And in another show, we talked about Corey Ten Boom, who was at Auschwitz. And no matter what was going on around her, she was still able to have that sort of like a pilot light, right? Yes. <laughs> Inside of her. And self-esteem is a way we feel about ourselves that really leans on the outside world for its meaning to us. It takes into account the values of the world, our peers, our friends, our neighbors. And it feeds this inner critic that we strive so hard to beat into submission sometimes. And that, it really is at the ego level of understanding of what self-esteem is. Self-worth is an inside job. It is that innate knowingness that we have value, that our life matters, that we matter. It's being able to see and feel and know that value no matter what the present moment looks like. And that's more on a soul level of understanding, that innate birthright. Knowing that you're greater than all the things that you feel and believe about yourself. Right. And from that knowingness, then, this is the space where if everything was taken away from you, you would still have value and worth because you know that everything that you need to create a life, build a life, is already inside you. And losing something, whether it's due to a fire, a flood a divorce, whatever it is, you're still going to be okay because of that knowingness. So let's take a look at what each of these words mean. I don't know about you, but sometimes I like to look up words and because sometimes we don't really know what they truly mean. Yeah, we sort of look at it like I have an understanding because I've heard it in context so many times doesn't necessarily mean everybody else is using it correctly either. Right. So it's really good to know what it really means. Self-esteem is a noun. Isn't that cool? A realistic respect or favorable impression of oneself or self-respect. In an inordinately or exaggerated favorable impression of yourself. Again, it's primarily built on sources outside of yourself that you don't have any control over. And having it be an impression of yourself that, again, can feed that inner critic or putting more value in what someone else might see in that action or those words. That's right. And it shows up 
in the thoughts and feelings that you're experiencing every moment. It is also purely based on your actions. So it's things like, do I measure up? Did I do this right? You know, all of these things that you do, your checklist, you know, I'm not any worth anything if I don't accomplish all of these things and be able to check them off my list. And these thoughts and feelings have a direct impact on our choices, our behavior, our performance. How you feel about yourself is heavily influenced by how you think you're faring compared to others. And we always get into trouble when we compare ourselves to other people. It's never in our highest good. In other words, your self-esteem is derived from what you think others think of you (laughs) based on your actions and the choices that you've made. And so there's a self-judgment going on all the time. It's not something that comes from within ourselves, and it influences everything that we do. Self-worth is a noun also, and it's the sense of one's own value or worth as a person. Self-esteem and self-respect play into that, and sometimes they're used interchangeably, although one is inward-centered and the other is more outward. But self-worth is an internal state of being that comes from self-understanding, self-love, self-acceptance, and it's also nice to throw in a little dash of self-compassion um, as well, right? All these things. To me, it's more of when you're working on that self-actualization aspect. How do I be better? How You know, what makes me really move through this world, embracing all that I am, all my uniqueness, um, my authenticity, my integrity, my honesty, and really embodying that as, as your own person. Right. And that comes back to knowing what we believe, right? It's a very important aspect of self-worth. When we can come from that space of knowing what we believe and taking the time to really work through those beliefs. And we've talked about domestications many times, but it does boil down. A lot of things boil down to that. Taking the time to figure out what you do believe. And from that, asking yourself, what qualities do I want to embody looking them up again, right, Mm -hmm. to to see what they really do mean. And then asking yourself, what would it look like for me to be authentic? What does that mean for me? What does it look like? In in other words, the action part of it. And see yourself being that in every spot of your life, every aspect of your life, and moving forward with that. It's a good exercise to do. Self-worth is more unchanging self-esteem changes and is very fluid but self-worth is something that is there it doesn't change easily when external factors or circumstances around us change because it's more of who we are it's strong and steady powerful and can really radically change your life if you take the time to build it up it means you know having a favorable opinion of yourself, not a flaunting one, not an egotistical one. It means having unshakable faith in yourself and in your ability to get things done. When you think about your past experiences, you know that you have gotten things done in the past, so you can count on that about yourself. Of being capable. Absolutely. I think we let that inner critic get in in our way a lot of times with that, especially when things get maybe overly emotional or we get overwhelmed and then we start thinking, like, I can't do that. But if you look back at some of the other experiences you've had and being able to look at the fact-based part of it, like, oh, I faced that. I was able to overcome that. I'm I'm, still here. Yes, I did that. I came through that and I grew from it. Mm -hmm. It, And and looking at that aspect of it versus getting caught up in all those other sort of words that might pull yourself down. And that speaks to the next thing, too, is believing that we are worthy of good things happening in our life, that we are deserving of happiness, good health, wealth. You know, how do we feel about money, right? That's tied into a lot of self-esteem issues also. That we're deserving of great success and love, irrespective of the difficulties that we have in our life or the disappointments that we experience or of other people's opinions of us. 
Yeah, the opinion thing we've talked about many times. Uh, as I was thinking about this show, one of the things that came to my mind, a story that happened, was uh, when I was in basic training, one of the drill sergeants always told me, and granted it was their job to kind of tear you down right. in order to build you back up, right? Like that crazy mentality. Uh, but one of them always told me, you will never amount to anything more than a McDonald's cook. And I would hear that and think, it, it, to me it was like, that didn't resonate, you know? <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> and and it helped push me a little, though, as well. So there was a little motivating factor behind it. However, I saw some other people that they would be told something, and you could just see it in their face. You could mm-hmm. see it in their eyes. Like, they they were to the point where they believed that that was all they could be or they wouldn't amount to more of that. So being torn down and hearing that from somebody else, they started to embody that, mm-hmm. which is such a sad thing to watch. It makes you wonder about their life. Tactics, too. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, that, that I've always wondered about. Yes. <laughs> right. But what they carried in with them in order to look Absolutely. at someone and say, that's a valid thing that you're saying to me. Yes. So... You know, self-worth means accepting yourself wholeheartedly at all times, despite your flaws, weaknesses, and limitations. And it sounds like in that scenario, that person had a hard time doing that. It's about recognizing the real value of who you are right here, right now, at this present moment. We're going to continue talking about self-worth and self-esteem on the next segment of the show. For more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic, register for one of our programs, please check out our website at awakenlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. Many people feel a deep void in their lives, as though something is missing, something that's not material in nature. The answers can be found with spiritual or soul coaching. Connie Bjork at Awaken Living takes you through a process which nourishes the deepest part of you, your spirit or soul. Learning more about this important aspect can help you move through your life with greater enrichment and joy. It doesn't deal with religion. Instead, it's about you and your connection to your higher power by whatever name you connect with. Connie at Awaken Living will help you explore your beliefs, both those that you were given as a child and those you've developed throughout your life in a safe environment. Internal conflict and confusion can arise when they don't seem to match up. Spiritual coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will heal you in ways you've never dreamed possible. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. Enjoy a delicious home-cooked breakfast or lunch away from the kitchen at Milda's Cafe, now open seven days a week. Milda's Cafe has been cooking up family favorites since 1964. Grab a coffee and sit down for a delicious Philly scramble, house-made rolls, or Denver omelet. Stop in for lunch where you'll find authentic Finnish pasties every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Open weekdays 6 to 3, weekends 8 to 2. Milda's Cafe on Glenwood Avenue, four blocks east of Penn. Save an extra 7.5% during Warner Stellion's free tax rebate event. Choose from the best brands at our guaranteed unbeatable price. Then save 7.5% more with our exclusive tax rebates. You'll save hundreds on laundry pairs, dishwashers, refrigerators, and kitchen suites. And trusted fast free delivery and haul away are still free. Plus, qualified buyers can choose 18 months interest-free financing. Guaranteed unbeatable appliance savings through March 25th with exclusive tax rebates from Warner Stellion. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awaken Living. Did you know your body is constantly affected by the wear and tear of your daily life? Whether it's repetitive patterns or straining from activities, it's important for us to take care of our body, as we only get one. Most people view massage therapy as a luxury, when in fact it's a necessity for having a healthier body. Benefits of massage include stress relief, alleviated pain, decreased muscle tension, improved sleep and posture, improved circulation, release endorphins, and increased relaxation. As a certified massage therapist, I specialize in deep tissue, reflexology, rehabilitative, Swedish, and prenatal massage, working with clients throughout their pregnancy. I will provide you with a healing massage unlike any you have experienced. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. 
Schedule an appointment today at 952-452-8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we're talking about self-worth and self-esteem. And you know, when we have a sense of self and both of those are at high levels, we can make better choices and decisions for ourselves. But what if we aren't there yet? You know, you may be wondering about, do I have low self-esteem or do I have high self-esteem? Where's my self-worth at? And so we thought we'd talk a little bit this morning about low self-esteem. What does that look like? We all, as we move through life from being children and, you know, it's tough growing up. It's not an easy process, right? And you think about junior high and high school and I don't know too many people who haven't had periods of lower self-esteem in their life as we move through these passages of time. Yeah, I think that's just a truth in humanity. Everybody's going to experience it. Right. And if we can accept that and move through it and buoy ourselves up, that's a great thing. But if we get stuck in that, then it becomes more challenging to move through the rest of your life. So... We're going to talk about the symptoms of low self-esteem and some things that, you know, if this is happening in your life, if one or two, that's fine. Hopefully you can move past them. But if you find that there are a series of things that you're experiencing, then um, there's help if you need it too. So something to take a look at regarding low self-esteem might be constantly striving for perfection. What? (laughs) And, you know, and again, there are perfectionist attitudes, that type of thing, and in times of our life, and maybe we outgrow that, you know, hopefully we do. Having lower or biased expectations of yourself, being really high, you know, highly demanding of yourself, and yet feeling like you never mount. Yeah, amount to much, yes. How about a tendency to exaggerate your problems? Catastrophizing. Yes. I love it when you say that word because that's one of those like aluminum, you know. (laughs) And a lot of people that you know seem to focus always on the negatives. That's the only thing they talk about. That's what their world revolves around. And if you find yourself doing that, that's a sign of a low self-esteem. That seems to me to travel through lineages sometimes. Yes. You look at, well, well, my parents were that way, mm-hmm. or my siblings were that way, or my grandparents. You know, my grandma was always negative, and because we, it's a learned behavior as well. Yes. So we learn that, and then we integrate that into our own being and not realizing there's more to us than... Yes. Sometimes we underestimate our personal abilities also. If if you're someone who constantly, oh, I couldn't couldn't ever do that, or I, that's not, I just can't see myself ever amounting to that or doing that. or Not even trying then yes. because the fear of not measuring up again just takes it away from you, which is different than maybe not wanting to try extreme mountain biking or something right? (laughs) where maybe there's some physical danger involved and and so maybe that's more of a level of self-confidence that it takes Mm -hmm. to do an activity like that but you're speaking more to just everyday life things like uh, I couldn't start a business or who am I I to do that right I'm too old to go back to school those sorts of things yeah and some people ignore the positives and potential opportunities When there's a problem presented, there's a mindset of seeing it as an opportunity for growth or an opportunity for business or a new invention or a new, you know, train of thought, a new class, a new whatever. And some people, that is positive self-esteem and self-worth. But if you are, nope, nope, 
nothing nothing good ever happens uh, that i know i know this rut i know this this i'm going to just stay in this rut also playing small feeds mm-hmm. that not feeling small again going back to i'm not capable i can't do that yes. and and some of those again are things we learn as children and, mm-hmm. and experience has shown us that sometimes when we don't measure up or do as good as we think we're going to do like why would i try that again i don't like feeling that way yes and so then we just stay in our nice little cocoon and not try new things put the blanket over your head and Mm -hmm. another one is being riddled with self-doubt not believing that you're lovable and capable and we all are or constantly blaming and criticizing yourself when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Who do you see? When you do something, are you able to acknowledge your successes or not? Do you downplay them? Maybe you lack the confidence in yourself, in your ability to get things done, to finish a project. And that belief just perpetuates. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It just keeps on going and going. One in which it's very easy to determine is someone's inability to accept a compliment. They deflect. Or ignore completely. Right. (laughs) You didn't say anything. I didn't hear anything. (laughs) (laughs) Or being unable to concentrate because of a lack of energy, which often results from poor sleep patterns, not valuing self enough to know that you need to take care of yourself. And sleep is one of the best ways that you can do that. Well, I think that can spill over into anything, not taking time for yourself during the day, some downtime, feeling like you always have to be busy and doing something versus doing a little bit of nurturing for yourself because you're not valuing what's inside in any way, shape or form. Yes. And we've talked about in other shows too, it's really important to, you put everything else on your schedule, put you on there too. Time for exercise, time to do what you love to do, taking out a lunch, you know, every week having a date with yourself to do something that you love and enjoy. There are people that tend to avoid other people and social situations in an attempt to really steer clear of anyone judging them or criticizing them or evaluating them as a person, and so they isolate. And that is a warning red flag. I think, too, the inability to express your own needs Again, not valuing what's in here, what you mm-hmm. need, and being able to tell somebody what that is in any given moment and thinking whatever they need is more important than what you need in that time frame. And we need to stand up for ourselves. Emotions that frequently take up space in you of loneliness, guilt, frustration, dejection, hopelessness, anxiety, shame, shame, anger, worry, sadness, depression, if these are a constant companion for you, it's time to work on self-love, self-esteem, self-worth. Again, if you experience one or more, not so bad. More than that, then we need to really work on that. Because this becomes a habit and it will tend to affect the rest of your life, which you don't want. (laughs) We're going to continue talking about self-worth self-esteem. For more information or to schedule an appointment at our clinic or register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Connie Bjork from Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. I'd like to tell you how interpersonal guided imagery therapy can heal you from physical and emotional pain in a deeper way without medication. It's the perfect type of healing from pain, fear, anxiety, and issues that just don't seem to have a resolution. Interpersonal guided imagery therapy at Awakened Living helps identify and heal limiting beliefs that hold us back. It allows instant access to deeply hidden issues such as fear, phobias, anger, identity, and power struggles. It's even been used to successfully 
treat PTSD. When using intrapersonal guided imagery therapy both before and after surgery, patients used one-third less pain medication, had fewer falls, and experienced shorter hospital stays. A Weekend Living's intrapersonal guided imagery therapy works wonderfully in helping with emotional resiliency and coping abilities, producing actual changes in the biochemistry of the body. Schedule an appointment with me today and get started towards healing. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakensliveginfusion.com. In our busy, fast-paced world, sometimes we need the time and space to figure out the deeper questions in our life. In a safe, non-judgmental atmosphere, life coaching with Connie at Awaken Living will help you gain clarity in your life in an atmosphere of guidance, support, and affirmation. You will explore who you are and who you want to become to be the best version of yourself. Connie at Awaken Living will guide you to find the wisdom within you and follow that wisdom in all areas of your life. When you fully understand who you are and what you believe, life can take you in directions you never imagined. You will be gently challenged to grow and learn that change can be good, especially when done from inside. Every choice that we make is a decision about the next step in our lives. And it only takes one step to start a new and incredible journey. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. That number again is 952-452-8583. Or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. Stress. It's something you experience every day. And something you could use a whole lot less of. Stress can not only make you feel frustrated and irritable. It can also cause aches, pains, and fatigue. The Biomat at Awakened Living can make you feel better. The Biomat is a medical-grade, infrared, full-body heating mat used in healing practices all over the world. The Biomat at Awakened Living heats your body through infrared rays, which raises the internal temperature of your body, acting much like when your body has a fever to rid your body of viruses and bacteria. It is a wonderful tool to use for relaxation and as a preventative method for achieving optimal health. The Awakened Living Biomat offers a deep relaxation effect, and as you step away from a treatment, you feel relaxed, calm, and ready to enjoy a more stress-free body. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583. And once again, that number is 952-452-8583. Or by visiting awakenedlivinginfusion.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today is sunny with a high near 58. Tonight's cloudy with a low around 36. Tomorrow, chance of rain with a high near 49. Monday, sunny with a high near 42. And Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 49. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Victor's 1959 Cafe. Offering traditional Cuban recipes in a relaxed, casual, and festive Cuban environment. Visit them at 3756 Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis. More details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. We've been talking today about self-esteem and self-worth. And in the last segment, we were talking a little bit about low self-esteem, what that looks like. So you know kind of where you fall in this. Sometimes low self-esteem is maintained because we have very restrictive personal rules for ourselves. (laughs) And we make assumptions about things in a very negative way that makes our world very limited instead of being limitless. People can see the worst in every situation and it restricts everything even more. They may not expect much of themselves and therefore of their lives and their vocabulary will be, I don't know if I can, I shouldn't ever, I couldn't possibly, I must, or else this will happen, I can't, I should do this, but there's a lot of buts, <laughs> a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas, right? And when you listen to people's language and what they say, you can recognize that as being, oh, okay, maybe I can help them feel better. Well, and I think it, when you see that in other people as well, seeing that, well, 
they're kind of limiting their own beliefs and they're trying to put that on me mm-hmm. or they're trying to put that on me to make themselves feel better and sort of seeing those interactions for what they are as well and not judging it but just understanding it absolutely and we teach something called conscious language and we're going to be talking more about that and probably have a whole show on that the words that we choose to use with other people and with ourselves need to be chosen consciously because they do create our reality when we are growing up we learn from those around us low self-esteem can be deeply rooted within the origins of a traumatic childhood where there might have been severe abuse neglect or even separation in instances where foster you know foster homes where children have had to go into and they're separated from their parents Sexual abuse is another one. Later in life, it might be that we have become ill. Or we've lost a job. Or as we age, we perceive our value differently. Yes. Our relationship status. Yes, divorce, that type of thing too, right? Right, seeing yourself as single in a space and time maybe where you hadn't expected that or in dealing with what that looks like. And depending upon where we live in the world, we may have experienced discrimination on the grounds of religion, culture, race, sex, or sexual orientation. All of these things do affect our self-worth and self-esteem if we're not careful. So it comes from negative life experiences that you've had over the course of many years or over and over again, stemming from childhood. We learn from everyone, our peers, families, teachers, society, the television, the internet. (laughs) We're inundated. Yes, we are. So everything around you teaches you indirectly or directly how to handle your emotions during difficult times, if your emotions are valued or not. And as we've talked about before, in this day and age where technology is more prevalent than face-to-face contact, we are learning to devalue those things or not learning how to not navigate them has become a real challenge. So it's, you know, wonderful always to be gentle with yourself, Know that there are other things that you can do with your life. And know, too, that some of these things that have happened to you may have left profound emotional and psychological scars. And that you can get help from those things. Perhaps in school you found it difficult to fit in socially or even at home. And those things can leave long scars. And there's simple things that we overlook sometimes about... (laughs) Even when you're younger, having the right clothes in school to fit into the right cliques. Yes. Or even as we get older, I know women who have put value in, I don't really measure up unless I have this designer handbag and I'm able to afford these particular shoes. We put value on so many things that takes away from what we really are intrinsically, what we're doing, if we're fulfilling our to-do list, all those things we sort of talked about earlier. Yes. So it's important what we think. So what can we do to grow our self-worth? Grow our self-esteem. One of the most important things is to remember that as children we had no power. We were learning and exploring the world the best that we could. And as adults we do have power. We have the power to change and heal ourselves and the way that we interact with others and the world. So what can we do? It's important to make your emotional health a priority. Emotions create. And if we're not comfortable with them, we're not comfortable with a large part of our life. Because they don't go away. They're in your body. So being able to talk about them, being able to identify them is a very important part These are keys to your emotional well-being. I think understanding, too, that as we get older, we don't need permission Mm -mm. from other people. Yeah. 
to have that for ourselves. As children, we sort of wait for permission to do everything and, and anything, um, unless you're someone who likes to push the boundaries <laughs> and you don't really wait for the permission. But overall, we're taught that we need to wait for somebody to say it's okay to do that. And we never really have that defining time in life where someone finally says, nope, it's all you, go for it, whatever right. you want to do. And so having that, being empowered then to make those choices for ourselves. Absolutely. And how to learning how to manage our stress then. Emotions can cause stress also for people who aren't comfortable with them. But there's job stress. There's you know environmental stress. And we have two wonderful shows on stress. Um, managing anxiety, fear, frustration, guilt, anger, and worry in more effective and productive ways. How do we deal with that? What can we, you know, how can we change our life to be more emotionally adept? And sometimes that involves adding things and yes. not just stopping something or taking yes. something away. Adding that time for self-care, adding those tools to take care of stress management, those sorts of things. Yes. Another thing that you can do is to acknowledge and celebrate your successes. A lot of times we don't know how to take a compliment. We don't know how to accept the fact that we've been highly successful at something. If we've done a great job on a project at work and everyone's really excited and we try to deflect, you deny yourself an opportunity to gain more self-respect and self-esteem from valuing your own experience in that environment and for your project. Right. There's a difference between being humble Mm-hmm. and celebrating the successes. Right. Humble means that you're just not going out there and like, I'm all that. This was all me. I did. It's just accepting the fact that this was great. I put a lot of hard work and effort into something and, and something wonderful came of it. And I'm really proud of that. Right. And when we psychologically do not let ourselves accept that reward, there's no emotional gratification and we cut off the emotions once again. And this becomes a pattern. And we stop our emotional growth. And we get stuck in those negative processes again, where the whole positive outlook on things helps to shift our self-worth. Right. And when you open up, you know, and begin to take credit for your successes, a whole new world will open up for you because people will see your self-confidence and give you more things at a higher level. And when you keep on moving up and moving up and, you know, doing things that really help you. Everyone can see it, and it's contagious. It helps everyone. Another thing we've talked a little bit about is see problems as opportunities and search for solutions. A curious mind and a desire to ask the right kinds of questions will make your life better, always. See problems as an an opportunity to do something new, to try something different, and those things will really be wonderful addition to your life avoiding limiting language how you talk really does make a difference you need to talk to yourself in a positive manner well, I would tie the ability to say no into that as well. <laughs> yes, like, and no, boundaries. it's not okay mm-hmm. for you to talk to me like that either right. again the boundary issue and just not taking everybody else's stuff on yes And by talking more positively and encouragingly and putting up those boundaries and being able to say no, you can focus on your strengths, your positive qualities, on the things that you're able to control or influence in the moment. Another wonderful tool is StrengthsFinder 2.0. If you do not know what your strengths are and you are suffering from low self-esteem, it's a wonderful little book or you can go online and you get a code, you enter it into a website and several questions, like 30, 40, I'm not even sure how many anymore. I remember. Uh, questions pop up, and you answer them, which most likely describes who you are. And you click A, B, or C, and you have to kind of go because you you, you will be timed out if you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's the first answer that comes to mind that right. fits you the best. Yes. And you will learn your, you can do your top five 10 or all 34 or 37 of them. And it's really a positive thing to learn about yourself. They will change over time depending upon what is being demanded of you. Um, usually your top 10 will stay the same, but they'll shift. 
uh, Michelle and I took it recently. Um, we took it years ago and then recently took it in. They had all shifted because of our clinic and getting that up and running. So another one is challenging yourself to learn something new. What skill do you want to learn? There's so many things. You can think about where do I want to feel more confident in my life and what would that look like for me to look to do that. So it's sort of taking something and looking at the steps and going backwards. What will that look like? All of these things, acquiring knowledge, learning skills, help you gain necessary tools to increase your self-esteem, self-worth. Again, spending time pampering yourself. Go to the spa, get a massage, you know, spend time in our sauna, on the biomat. Do these things that nurture you in mind, body, and spirit. You are worth it. And then there's creativity, confidence, and passion. What is your passion? What do you want more of in your life? Spend time doing that. And if you don't know, take some time to figure that out. It's really important that you do. Our passions create more joy in our life, and we really need to focus on that. Make better decisions. Instead of choosing to accentuate the negatives, choose to focus on the positive. We're talking today about self-worth and self-esteem. For more information, to schedule an appointment at our clinic or to register for a program, check out our website at awakenedlivingandfusion.com. You can find our podcasts on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd like to thank you so much for joining us today on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. We'll be right back talking more about self-worth and self-esteem. Hi, this is Michelle Kitzmiller from the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, and I'd like to tell you about the healing powers of traditional Chinese medicine. The medicine includes acupuncture, herbal medicine, twina, qigong, and nutritional therapy. It's a highly individualized, safe, and effective system of integrative medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine at Awakened Living takes into consideration symptoms, lifestyle, emotions, environment, and individual experiences to determine the most effective treatment to obtain healing and make you feel better. Acupuncture is a safe and pain-free way to help your body heal. After your acupuncture session at Awakened Living, you'll walk away feeling healthy, relaxed, and balanced. Traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture works well on its own or with other treatments at Awakened Living. Schedule an appointment with me today at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952-452-8583 or visit awakenedlivinginfusion.com. The fine folks at Common Good Books will help you find the perfect book for you or the book lover in your life. Find a huge selection from a locally owned and independent bookseller in the Twin Cities. They are always bringing in top authors from around the globe for special in-store events. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Find Common Good Books at 38 South Snelling Avenue in St. Paul or shop online at commongoodbooks.com. Hi, I'm Samantha, and I'm a certified massage therapist at Awakened Living. You might think massage therapy is a luxury, when in fact, it's necessity for having a healthier body. A massage at Awakened Living will relieve your body of everyday wear and tear, improve sleep, your posture, stress levels, and overall just make you feel better. I invite you to come in for some much-needed rest and relaxation at the Awakened Living Clinic in Bloomington. Call 952 452 8583 or visit awakenlivinginfusion.com. The infrared sauna at Awaken Living not only helps you get out of the cold, but also improves your health. This is not your typical sauna experience. The far infrared heats your body internally, causing you to sweat profusely over your entire body, yet has no odor. Because the far infrared sauna at Awaken Living doesn't use moisture, you will experience no trouble breathing, which can be typical in traditional saunas. The far infrared sauna at Awaken Living improves circulation, which translates into improved oxygen flow, muscle relaxation to reduce pain, increased healing time, faster muscle recovery time, and decreased inflammation. According to the Mayo Clinic, several studies looked at using far infrared saunas in the treatment of problems such as high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, and rheumatoid arthritis. They found promising results and and no adverse side effects. So come to Awaken Living and try their far infrared sauna. It will improve your vitality and help relax your muscles, body, and mind. Schedule an appointment today by calling 952-452-8583 or visiting awakenlivinginfusion.com. 
Vision Radio Show. I'm Connie Dierick. And I'm Michelle Kitzmiller. And we are your hosts. Together we explore health, wellness, spirituality, emotions, and life issues from new perspectives. Join us as together we infuse vitality into life. Today we've been talking about self-worth and self-esteem. And one is dependent on outside things and one is an inside job. Before we go into a few other things that we're going to talk about, ways to do it at our clinic and things, there are a few things that I'd like you to remember. One of them is not to allow society to define who you are. As an adult, you get to do that. Don't indulge in self-judgment or self-criticism. Limit that if you can. We all fall into that. Make sure that it's less and less time before you pick yourself up by stopping those thoughts and moving forward. One thing that people do a lot is they expect somebody else to complete them. A lot of times that's why we get into relationships. No, you are complete just the way you are. Follow through with your word, doing what you say, and building your life on a strong foundation of who you are, your worth, your value. We believe that, you know, because you are here, it's your birthright to value yourself, that you have worth, that you have value. Michelle and I talk a lot about love languages, and in another show we talked about that, and finding out what your love language is is another way that you can figure out how to show yourself love. If whatever it is, you know, make sure that you do that for yourself. I think looking to it, how you are in the world. I remember being a kid and seeing someone be unkind or selfish, and it still happens as an adult, but, but feeling that just rubbed me wrong in my soul. Like, that just wasn't okay. That's not how the world is supposed to be. And looking at those aspects of yourself and understand that's part of what your self-worth is. Like, I appreciate that I value kindness and that I value treating other people with respect and being nice in this world and moving in love. And it trips sometimes. We all do. Mm-hmm. You, you know, those are the things really that make that are making your worth look at those sorts of things not just not just your actions not just your achievements not just your successes but really what are those core things that make you up right and when we do stumble the quicker we can back get back up on our feet the better and as your self-worth and self-esteem increases those times will shorten put yourself first it's not selfish if you don't put yourself first you will deplete yourself and not be able to help anyone that type of thing taking time for yourself we've talked about and failure is not the truth all of life is a process we are all doing the best that we can in every given moment there is no failure it's just learning what works and what doesn't and moving forward and how would your life be different if you knew you weren't a failure you know that really affects who we are if we've labeled ourselves or someone else has labeled us a failure, like you mentioned the in the story of in military, what they told you, it's a limiting thing that, oh, in someone's eyes, that may be may and, feel like a failure, right? And to take that on really constricts all the things you are capable of. Absolutely. So in our clinic, we do have some therapies that can help you with your self worth and self esteem. Some of those being guided imagery therapy, which bypasses all of the symptoms and goes right to the root cause of something. And very likely there are things that you don't even remember that are the root cause of the issues that you're experiencing. Life coaching, spiritual coaching also helps you get to the root of something. Face reading is a good mm. one. As you mentioned, Strengths Finder earlier, this yes. is sort of a character Strengths Finder. Yes. Understanding what some of those things are that you bring in, how you communicate, how that can really be put forth in your best possible manner. You know, what, what maybe some of those traumas are that you've experienced that affect how you move through the world, how, what life looks like in balance, you know, what when you're frustrated, how that can really throw things out of whack, and if that's something that you tend to, how you are in groups, how you are as a leader, or if you're more of someone who likes to sit back. But knowing those things and being able to look at them and see them as your strengths really can be beneficial as you're moving through life. One of the powerful things about face reading, too, is one of the things that you talk about in each reading are the qualities and the strengths that people have how they, in relationship to others, may want to increase that strength or tone it down a bit when working with someone. 
Right. Does it feed someone fire? Right. (laughs) And do you want that? Right. (laughs) We do teach classes on this, and it's wonderful because one of the things that we have people do, first Michelle gives a face reading, and you get a five-page, single-spaced, in-depth report on your face. Um, And it works with your ears, your forehead, everything. And knowing then what you get, the information that you get, you also bring in a picture of someone that you want to learn how to read their face to get along better. And we've had quite a few people bring in pictures of their ex-spouse, which is a brilliant idea because they wanted to learn how to communicate better so that their children would have a better experience. That, to me, is one of the most positive things I've ever heard. That has been really wonderful. And also how to interact with your children. I've had many questions, particularly through adolescence, on my child is doing this and it's driving me crazy and how do I how do we relate to make this better? Yeah. And you can actually figure that out. And knowing too that when we inject ourselves with Botox, we're changing the course of our life. Every line that you fill up changes the course of your life. If you have a widow's peak and don't want it and you shave it, it changes the direction and, and the trajectory of your life. All of these things are so important and most people aren't aware of them. Not to mention that Botox is a neurotoxin. <laughs> Which mm. You know, a lot of people use it for headaches, too, and there's so many other ways to get rid of migraines. Guided imagery therapy will get rid of that in one session. It's amazing. And to lessen the effects of that, acupuncture works wonderfully, too. And we talked about managing stress and putting yourself first. There are other things, the acupuncture, you mentioned far infrared sauna earlier, Biomat, Alpha Stim. We have many services that help you just to kind of get out of that emotional overwhelm so that you can see what the truth is, what the facts are. You can reconnect with yourself and really see what that looks like again because most people, they've gotten out of sync with that. Yes. We also are in the middle of uh, four sessions of guided imagery embracing what is it it's letting go of the past and embracing the future letting go of the things that are obstacles in your life we also have one on pain coming up that you might be interested in too for you know more details on some of these we really invite you to check out our website because it does have a lot more in-depth information on what the classes are when they are and the duration of them they're always ongoing so for m- more information or to check out an appointment at our clinic or register for a program, please check out our website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You can find podcasts of our shows on our website, AM950's website, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, we're going to be talking about dreams. Hmm, that could be a lot of things. <laughs> it could be your dreams at night or it could be your dreams for your, for your life. We hope you join us and find out more. We'd like to thank you for joining us on Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. 